Um, tonight's portion in class is Matthew 15, and we're going to do the wrap-up Matthew 14 first. Uh, before we start, um, does anyone have anything that they want to bring out so we can, you know, examine it against Scripture first before we start? If not, I'll go ahead. Okay. So this is Matthew 14. Um, 34, 35, and 36, and it says, And when they were gone over, they came into the land of Gensherat. 35 says, And when the men of that place had knowledge of him, they sent out into all the country round about and brought unto him all that were diseased. 36 says, And besought him, that they might only touch the hem of his garment, and many as touched were made perfectly whole. So just like yesterday, we said, you know, um, these people in um, the land of Gensherat, whenever they heard of his majesty, they, you know, made a, you know, a loud decree to everyone to let them know that this man could heal. Okay. And they said, you know, as many as were called, as many as were sick, touched the hem of his garment, and they were made perfectly whole. Do you see that? That's amazing. We praise the Most High. Okay. Matthew 15 says, Then came to Yeshua scribes and Pharisees, which were of Jerusalem, saying, Why do thy disciples transgress the tradition of the elders? For they wash not their hands when they eat bread. So these so-called scribes asked him, why do your sumash or why do your followers, your disciples, why do they transgress the tradition of the elders? If you notice, they didn't say, why do your disciples break Torah? You see that? Mm -hmm. They didn't say that. You notice that. It says, two says, why do thy disciples transgress the tradition of the elders? For they wash not their hands when they eat bread. Okay. Um, does the Torah say that we have to wash our hands before we eat bread? No, it doesn't say that. It says, wash ye, make ye clean, right? Watch this. Let's go. Let's see. Let's go to uh, Levitical law just really quickly. Um, Levitical law, do, 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 do. let's go to 15. Leviticus 15 says, And Ahia spake unto Moshe and to Aaron, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel and say unto them, When any man hath a running issue out of his flesh, because of his issue, he is unclean. Three says, And this shall be his uncleanness in his issue, whether his flesh run with his issue or his flesh be stopped from his issue. It is his uncleanness. Every bed whereon he lieth that hath the issue is unclean. And everything whereon he sitteth shall be unclean. And whosoever toucheth his bed shall wash his clothes and bathe himself in water and be unclean until the even. So you see, if you have something on your hands, okay, if you've done something that makes your hands, you know, unclean, 
if you've done something that if you've sneezed in your hand, okay, if you've went outside and put dirt on your hands, if you if you've been working on a car, if you've been working on a, a bike, if you've been planning your hair, if you've been doing something to make your hands unclean, then you need to wash your hands. But not only when you are sitting down to eat, but you need to always wash your hands, right? Right? Because wouldn't it be unclean to only wash your hands when you're about to eat? You need to wash your hands when they're dirty, not just when you eat, right? Praise the Most High. Okay. So let's go back to Matthew 15. It says, uh, Matthew 15, uh, 3 says, no, I'm going to say 2. 2 says, why, why do thy disciples transgress the tradition of the elders? For they wash not their hands when they eat bread. Notice what 3 says. 3 says, but he answered and said unto them, why do ye also transgress the commandment of the Most High by your tradition? You see that? So his majesty said, okay, you're saying that my disciples transgress your commandment or your tradition, right? Or the tradition of the elders. My question to you is, why do you transgress the commandment of the Most High by your tradition? You see that? So you notice by their tradition, okay, by them upholding the, the, the so-called elder tradition, they were transgressing the commandment of the Most High God, okay? For says, for the Most High commanded, saying, honor thy father and thy mother. And he that curseth father or mother, let him die the death. That's what Torah says, right? Five says, but ye say, whosoever shall say to his father or his mother, it is a gift by whatsoever thou mightest be profited by me. You see that? So that's, that's, that's basically to say, well, you know, I did you wrong, but I have a gift for you. Okay. I did you wrong, but accept my gift, right? Torah doesn't say if you do your parents wrong, but you give them a gift, it's okay. Torah says, honor your father and your mother or die the death. You see that? It said, uh, six says, and honor not his father. Uh, I'm going to start back at five. It says, but ye say, whosoever shall say to his father or his mother, it is a gift by whatsoever thou mightest be profited by me. Six says, and honor not his father or his mother, he shall be free. You see that? You can't be free if you honor not your father or your mother. You see? The Most High will not, um, he won't allow that to be, right? He won't honor that. He won't justify that. That's not justifiable to for, for me to do my heavenly Abba or Amma wrong or my earthly Amma or Abba wrong and then say, well, I, but, but I have a gift for you. You know, I stole from you, but I have a gift for you. <laughs> okay. Mm -hmm. Right. No, absolutely not. That's not just. Um, six says, and honor not his father or his mother, he shall be free. Thus have ye made the commandment of the most high of none effect by your tradition. Seven says, ye hypocrites, well did Elias prophesy of you, saying, this people draweth nigh unto me with their mouth and honoreth me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. You see that? A lot of people 
say that they love the most high. A lot of people say that Christ is their Yeshaya, meaning Savior. But at the same time, they keep not Torah. They don't do what the most high say, right? Nine says, but in vain, they do worship me. Teaching for doctrines, the commandments of men. The most high never said that before you eat food, you need to wash your hands. The most high never said that. Now, I would say, of course, you know, that's just, that makes sense. I mean, you know, but at the same time, what makes the best sense is to wash your hands when they're dirty. So even when you eat food, you're, you're, even if you can't wash your hands, let's say you're about to eat food, right? And there's nowhere to wash your hands. If you've been washing your hands throughout the day, every time that they were um, unclean, anytime that you might have had a running issue or something like that, or you made your hands dirty, if you washed your hands throughout the whole day, if somebody gave you a burrito or a cheeseburger to eat, then your hands would, be, would already be what? Clean to eat it, right? It says, ye hypocrites, well did Elias prophesy of you saying, this people draweth not unto me with their mouth and honoreth me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. Nine says, but in vain they do worship me, teaching for doctrines the commandments of men. So it's vain. That's that's vain, right? For you to say that you love the most high, but teach the doctrines of men or to teach commandments of men, right? Praise the most high. Eleven says, because what does the scripture say? Let's show real quick. Let's show. Let's show. Go to, um. let's go to Peter really quick. Um, if any man shall speak, right? Praise the most high. First Peter four and 11. It says, if any man speak, let him speak as the oracles of the most high. If any man minister, let him do it as of the ability which the Most High giveth him, excuse me, giveth, that the Most High in all things may be glorified through Yeshua Christ, to whom be praise and dominion forever and ever. Amen. So if you're going to speak, if you're going to say something, if you're going to do something pertaining to the Most High, let it be what the Most High said, right? Let it be what the Most High said. Don't make up your own thing. As a matter of fact, let's show one more thing. Let's go to Deuteronomy real quick. Deuteronomy uh, 4. Deuteronomy 4. Um, 2 says, Ye shall not add unto the word which I command you, neither shall ye diminish aught from it, that ye may keep the commandments of Ahiah, your Elohim, which I command you. You see that? So, we have already been commanded not to add or take away from the from the scriptures, right? That doesn't make any sense, right? For us to go off of our own inclination, our, our, our own thought pattern. The scriptures say, lean not upon your own understanding, right? But in all things, seek ye first the kingdom of the most high. And all these, uh, and all these other things shall be added unto you, right? Praise the most high. It says, um... Let's go to 10 says, and he called the multitude and said unto them, 
hear and understand. Notice what he said. He said, hear and understand. Okay. So listen, listen and understand. 11 says, not that which goeth into the mouth defileth a man. Okay. So his majesty said, it's not what goes into your mouth that defiles you. Okay. Not that which goeth into the mouth defileth a man, but that which cometh out of the mouth, this defileth a man. So he was speaking of, you know, you don't have, really have to worry too much about what you put in your mouth. I mean, of course, as long as it's holy, you know, of, course, of, you know, of us being Israelites, we're not going to eat anything that's not holy, right? But he was speaking of just your, the food that you eat, the sustenance that you eat, that's not going to defile you, right? But it's what comes out of your mouth, okay? Speaking of the words that you say, right? It says, um, 11 again says, not that which goeth into the mouth defileth a man, but that which cometh out of the mouth, this defileth a man. Then came his disciples and said unto him, knowest thou that the Pharisees were offended after they heard this saying? 13 says, but he answered and said, every plant which my heavenly father hath not planted shall be rooted up. You see that? <laughs> so he said right there, my father didn't plant them. Okay. Those so-called Pharisees. Okay. Were not planted of my father. Okay. And that's, that's good knowledge because we, as the children of the most high, we have been planted of the father. And so we need not worry about what people are thinking about or, or, you know, um, if they're offended or if, if they're not offended, the only thing we need to do is do what the most high said, because if we're doing what the most high God said in Christ, we're going to offend a whole lot of people. Of course, it's not on purpose. It's not, it's, it's, it's not something that we do consciously thinking we're, you know, we're going to go out and offend everybody. We don't do that. We just think we're going to go out and do what does have the most high. Right. And if people are offended by it, we can't really worry about that. We have to do what the Most High said, because if we think, well, I don't want to offend these people, then, then we will never do what the Most High said to do. It says, um, 13 again says, but he answered and said, every plant which my father, so like it, but he, uh, but he answered and said, every plant which my heavenly father hath not planted shall be rooted up. 14 says, let them alone. You see what his majesty said? Leave, leave them alone. He said, let them alone. They be blind leaders of the blind. And if the blind lead the blind, both shall fall into the ditch. You see that? And what is that ditch that, the most, that, that his majesty was speaking of? Sheol, that's right. Praise the most high. 15 says, then answered Kepha or Peter and said unto him, declare unto us this parable. And Yeshua said, are ye also yet without understanding? Do not ye yet understand that whatsoever entereth in at the mouth goeth into the belly and is cast out into the draught. That means whatever you eat, whatever you put in your mouth. Okay. It's going to come out of you. 
Okay. You know, you're, you, the way that the Most High has set up the body is, you know, the body receives whatever vitamins and nutrients that it needs from whatever you eat. And then whatever is deemed as waste by your body, okay, is expelled through the draught, meaning through, you know, your your body system um, and then, you know, it's, it, it, it becomes waste or defecation, right? It becomes waste. So we praise the most out for that. So in that, just by that knowledge alone, you know, we're not going to be defiled by the things that we eat, right? It says, um, 18 says, but those things which proceed out of the mouth come forth from the heart and they defile the man. So he's saying, the things that's in your heart, they can defile the man. Because, of course, the scriptures say that we wrestle not with flesh and blood, right? But with spirits and principalities, even whenever we're dealing with ourselves. It's not about the physical. Um, it's always the spirit, okay? Christ is speaking again of the spirit because whatever comes out of your heart has a spirit attached to it. Notice, he said, um, but those things which proceed out of the mouth come forth from the heart and they defile the man. 19 says, for out of the heart proceed evil thoughts. You see? So if if out of the heart uh, proceed evil thoughts, it's got to be an evil what attached to it? An evil spirit. It's got to be an evil spirit. It says, for out of the heart proceed evil thoughts, murderers, adulteries, fornications, thefts, false witness, blasphemies. These are the things which defile a man, but to eat with unwashing hands defile not a man. You see that? And notice, Christ is talking to Israelites, okay? Christ is talking to his sumash or his disciples. So you have to understand this as an Israelite, okay? He can say, to eat with unwashing hands do not defile the man. Because why? Because if they were true Israelites, if they were Israelites indeed, they would wash their hands anyway. Right? They would wash their hands anyway. And so to eat with un to, to eat food uh and not say, well, hold on, I gotta go wash my hands would be okay for a practicing Israelite because our hands would be clean anyway. You see that? Praise the most high. Okay. Um, let's see. 21 says, Then Yeshia went thence and departed into the coast of Tyre and Zidon. And behold, the woman of Canaan came out of the same coast and cried unto him, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, thou son of David. My daughter is grievously vexed with the devil. But he answered her not a word. And his disciples came and besought him, saying, send her away, for she crieth after us. 24 says, but he answered and said, I am not sent. But unto the to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Let me read that again. 24 says, but he answered and said, I am not sent. OK, so who who sent them? The most High sent them. He said, but he answered and said, I am not sent but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. You see that? 
praise the most high. Let's let's show something. Let's go to um let's go to John just really quickly. Let's show something. Let's show something just really quickly. Mm, let's see. John 17. Let's go to do, 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 do. John 17. Um, I'm going to read one first. It says, These words spake Yeshua and lifted up his eyes to heaven and said, Father, the hour is come. Glorify thy son that thy son also may glorify thee. As thou hast given him power over all flesh, that he should give eternal life to as many as thou hast given him. You see that? So we just want to show that the Most High sent Christ for a reason. The Most High sent Peter for a reason. The Most High sent Shaul or Paul for a reason. The Most High sent Enoch for a reason. Moses for a reason. You see? Watch this. It says, so let's go down. Let's skip down. It says, um, let's go to four. It says, I have glorified thee on the earth. I have finished the work which thou gavest me to do. And now... Hold on. Let's show something. Hold on. As a matter of fact, let's just read the um let's let's just read down. Let's read down. Two says, and thou hast given him power over all flesh, that he should give eternal life to as many as thou hast given him. And this is life eternal, that they might know thee, the only true Elohim, and Yeshua Christ, whom thou hast sent. I have glorified thee on the earth, I have finished the work which thou gavest me to do. And now, O Father, glorify thou me with thine own self, with the glory which I had with thee before the world was. Now watch what 6 says. I have manifested thy name unto the men which thou gavest me out of the world. Thine they were, and thou gavest them me. And they have kept thy word. 7 says, Now they have known that all things whatsoever thou hast given me are of thee. You see that? A says, For I have given unto them the words which thou gavest me, and they have received them, and have known surely that I came out from thee, and they have believed that thou didst send me. So now let's go back to Matthew. I want to show something. Okay. So it says, 24 says, But he answered, this is Matthew 15 and 24, but he answered and said, I am not sent but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Does this mean that he's only sent or that, that, that only the, the, the true belly born Israelite can be saved? Does that mean that? What is, what does that mean? Yes. There you go. There you go. That will believe on. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Absolutely. We praise the Most High. We're going to show right now. We're going to show. Okay. So let's go back. Okay. So it says, 24 says, But he answered and said, I am not sent, but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. So at that time, for his work, he was there to only preach and to teach to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Okay. A lot of so-called Israelite teachers teach that because of this verse, it shows that Christ didn't come for any other person. 
but we're going to show something. Watch this. Let's go to Acts 9 and 15. Acts 9 and 15. It said, well, let's give some pretext. Let's go to... Let's go to 9 and 13 first. So Acts 9 and 13, and it says, Then Ananias answered, Lord, I have heard by many of this man how much evil he had done to thy saints at Jerusalem. This man that Ananias is talking about is none other than who? The Apostle Paul. Watch this. 9 and 14 says, And... Here he hath authority from the chief priest to bind all that call on thy name. 9 and 15 says, but the Lord said unto him. So Yeshia was talking to Ananias. It says, but the Lord said unto him, go thy way, for he is a chosen vessel unto me to bear my name before the Gentiles and kings and the children of Israel. You see that? Praise the most high. Praise the most high. So right here, Matthew 15 and 24 is just speaking of his majesty's work. You see that? Praise the most high. 24 says, but he answered and said, I am not sent, but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. And as a matter of fact, what 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 he goes on to do for this lady, for this um, uh, Canaanite woman because of her faith actually shows. Okay. Through power. I showed you through word, but I'm but now I'm gonna show you through power what his majesty did. It says, But he answered and said, I am not sent but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Then came and worshipped him. Excuse me. Then came she and worshipped him, saying, Lord, help me. But he, he answered and said, It is not meet to take the children's bread and cast it to dogs. Twenty seven says and she said, truth, Lord, yet the dogs eat of the crumbs which fall from their master's table. You see that when she said that um, his majesty was overcome with compassion for that lady, because, you know, a lot of, you know, um, women are very haughty. Right. Um, and instead of her being haughty and, and, and mad right, and confused on the way he was speaking to her, she said, that's the truth, because she knew that she was not an Israelite. She knew that she was not of the royal seed of who? Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. But she knew that she was a Canaanite, and she knew that she was speaking to who? The Savior of Israel. You see that? But watch this. It says, and she said, truth, Lord, yet... The dogs eat of the crumbs which fall from the master's table. Then Yeshia answered and said unto her, O woman, great is thy faith. You see that? Be it unto thee, even as thou wilt. And her daughter was made whole from that very hour. You see that? So you see, the Most High allowed him to heal her. You see? Because of her faith. 29 says, because... Um, if anyone, you know, believes they shall be saved. You see that? Um, it says, 
29 says, And Yeshua departed from thence and came nigh unto the Sea of Galilee and went up into a mountain and sat down there. And great multitudes came unto him, having with them those that were lame, blind, dumb, maimed, and many others, and cast them down at Yeshua's feet, and he healed them. You see that? Insomuch that the multitude wondered when they saw the dumb to speak, the maimed to behold, the lame to walk, and the blind to see. And they glorified the God of Israel. Praise the Most High. Then Yeshua called his disciples unto him and said, I have compassion on the multitude because they continue with me now three days and have nothing to eat. And I will not send them away fasting lest they faint in the way. So Christ said, you know, he had compassion on the people that was following him because they had been following them for three days and they didn't have any food to eat. Right. And he didn't want to send them away without food because they might faint and die trying to go home. Right. 33 says, and his disciples say unto him, when should we have so much bread in the wilderness as to fill so great a multitude? And so basically saying, how, how are we going to get enough food to feed them? Uh, 34, and Yeshua saith unto them, how many loaves have ye? And they said, seven and a few little fishes. 35 says, and he commanded the multitude to sit down on the ground. And he took the seven loaves and the fishes and gave thanks. You see that? You see how our food is sanctified through what? Prayer. And thanksgiving, we praise the most high. 36 says, and he took the seven loaves and the fishes and gave thanks and break them and gave to his disciples and the disciples to the multitude. And another thing, even if just just to go back, you know, even if, you know, that was a time whenever um, your hands weren't uh, totally clean. Right. Um, even as an Israelite, right? The scriptures say that our food is sanctified through prayer and thanksgiving. Okay. Praise the most high. Okay. So it says, um, and he took the seven loaves and the fishes and gave thanks and break them and gave to his disciples and slack. Yeah. Hold on. It says, um, where was I? 36. And he took the seven loaves and the fishes and gave thanks and break them and gave to his disciples and the disciples to the multitude. 37 says, and they did all eat and were filled and they took up of the broken meat that was left seven baskets full. Praise the most high. You see that? 38 says, and they and they that did eat were 4,000 men beside women and children. You see that? Praise the Most High. 39 says, And he sent away the multitude and took ship and came into the coast of Magdala. You see? Praise the Most High. So Christ took care of his people. He took care of his people, right? The Most High had his majesty to come and teach us and lead us and guide us. But at the same time, he also had compassion on us. So he was a good shepherd. He was a good shepherd. He wasn't going to allow his sheep 
right? To follow him without being fed. You see? Praise the Most High for the reading of his word. And I pray that something was said here tonight that would be sown in your heart um, that you might teach the other children of Israel. Praise the Most High. Let's pray. Abba, we thank you for this time. We thank you for blessing us and keeping us. Abba, we ask that you would continue to lead us and guide us. Father God, we ask that you would remove anything from us, Father God, that's not like unto you. And Father, we ask that you would lead us and guide us in the in the in the narrow path, Father, that we would um, stay away from uh, the 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 path of of unrighteousness. That we might do those things that you would have us do, Father. Lead us in a perfect way. And in your son's name, Yeshua, we pray. And by the power of the Holy Ghost, we say amen. 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 amen.